Let's begin in prayer. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to stand before you this evening. Not just me as an individual, Lord, but my fellow classmates, we are here as a team. And Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity to just be able to pour out in your name. And I do so to the best of the skills and abilities that you have given me. In Jesus' precious name, I pray and thank you. Amen. Amen. Ooh, this is kind of... It's kind of kind of wild when you do this on a normal basis for for a living. Pastor always said, "When you get up here for the Lord, it's, it's much much different." And he's right. I I have never been nervous. I made that claim. I've never been nervous when I speak, because I speak for a lot of people a lot of times. But when you're doing it for the Lord, it's for the kingdom. It's for life. So, so the the title of my message is: Are we willing to exit out? To enter in. Are we willing to exit out to enter in? Life is a is a manifestation of the process of in, exiting and entering. It's it's about transition, and it's about transformation as as one of our our goal this year. But the definition of transition is movement, passage, or change from one position, state, stage subject, concept, etc., to another. Let's take a moment to think about that. Moving from basically one thing to another. But when we talk about transformation, we're talking about changing form, changing appearance, our nature, our character. See, as people who were once in the world Amen. We were once in the world, but we are now in Christ. But when we were once in the world, we were one way. Mm -hmm. And because we were that one way, that was our character. That was our nature. Mm -hmm. But see, when we get to the point where we have, are transformed by what, by what the Holy Spirit is, is given to us, the Greek translation of that, it says transformation is continual. Mm -hmm. it's, not just, it's not just once you become saved. Mm -hmm. We have exited out of sin, and now we're in salvation but we are continuously changing. It's a day-to-day -day process. Would anyone, would anyone disagree with me that when you move from the world to salvation, it's a day-to-day -day process? And it's not something that we, we think of all the time, but when we have that challenge, when something that we used to do, our old character, our old nature comes up, we have to, from our mind, we have to exit out of that thought and enter back into our salvation because we have to find our salvation. We have to, and we, you know, I heard this morning and, and, and when, I, when I heard it, it was like God just spoke to me from, for the message because I've been challenged all week. I know, I know a lot of us have been challenged. I talked to a lot of the, the people in the class and God put it on me today, said, you're going to do it even when you don't think you can do it. See, my biggest challenge is I wear contacts, and I have to wear them, and my eyes get to the point where when my eye gate is interrupted in any way, it disrupts everything that I do. And I, I made a point. I talked to pastor. I said, I'm going to fast this week, fast and pray all week long, 6 to 3. And admit it, I said that to him on Sunday, on Monday morning. It was on. I just, I, I just was, a few times I was blinded. I was driving down the road, and I literally had to pull over, take my contacts out, put my glasses on. And generally, I can't see as well with my glasses. But when we're talking about how we see ourselves and what we're looking at, I want everyone to turn in, in your Bible with me. Ooh, wait a minute. To Romans. 
The 12th chapter, verse 1 and 2. And for the sake of time, I'm going to just read quickly through that. I'm reading out in King James Version. When you're there, say I'm there. If you're not there, I'm going anyway. Yeah. Bear with me because I got to look a little closer than I normally look because I can't see. I got one contact in the left. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Reasonable service. Exiting out of what was minimal and entering into what is reasonable for Christ. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. I feel like, I feel like an Autobot right about now. By the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The transformation, that's, that, that's what we're saying. Making that change from one nature, one character, one way we do things to a whole other way we do things. Mm -hmm. But then we move forward and we have examples of that. We have examples of moving from that exiting out of one thing and entering into another. We have the example of exiting out of childhood and entering into adulthood. Mm -hmm. I'll loosely, and my scripture for that is, is 1 Corinthians 13 and 11, but I'll loosely translate that. Paul said, when I was a child, I spake as a child. But when I became a man or woman, mm -hmm. I put all childish things away. Mm -hmm. That's that form of exiting out of one thing yeah. and entering into the other. Yes. And then we went from school to our career. Uh -huh. But see, people say, well, what do you mean by that? What are you talking about when you're talking about the word, talking about school and career? Well, we're talking about an exiting out of the receiving mode, being in school, receiving knowledge. Receiving instruction yeah. and moving into our career where we now have to contribute. Uh -huh. We have to give back. We have to give to whether it be our society, whether it be our families, whether it be our church. We have to now contribute. Uh -huh. So now we've exited out of one phase uh -huh. and entering into another. Man. But the most important one and the, and the base of everything that I want to speak with you is once we move from sin to salvation, now we have to read the word. And when we begin to read the word, we read the word in two parts. As pastor says, that that's the 66, you know, root 66. What does Bible stand for? Basic instructions before leaving earth. But the thing is, we have a, we have, we have a, a, a problem there because it's it, not a problem, but a challenge. We have the old covenant and we have the new covenant. And the question is, which one do we follow? Well, we know it, once you become part of a body and you begin to learn and God works with you, you know that the new covenant is the most important. Yeah. My scripture for that is 2 Corinthians 3, 13 through 18. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to loosely talk about that. I want you to write that down and, and hold to it. But what, what that scripture, those scriptures basically talk about is that in the old covenant, mm -hmm. the high priest had to go in for us. He had to exit out of the situation that he was in amongst the people and had to enter into and go behind the veil. And when he went behind the veil, he made intercession for us because he was the one that was clean and acceptable. He was presentable. But then when Jesus went to Calvary in the New, in the New Testament and, and, and when, he, when he died, the new covenant was born. And with that new covenant, Jesus rent the veil. We don't have to go behind the veil anymore. Yeah. We go directly to mm -hmm. 
God's throne and ask him in Jesus' name of whatever we need. So the point is that I'm trying to make here, and in conclusion and ending up here, is I want everybody, and we will read this one. Go to Matthew 10, 39 for me. When you get there, say I'm there, but if not, I'm moving on. 1039 basically says, he that findeth his, his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. So what that's simply saying is that when we exit out of sin and make that entrance into salvation, we've lost something. But what we've lost and we have to understand and continue to be prayerful and know is that what we've lost is nothing near to what we've gained. Yeah. We, too many times, we, right. the reason why we can't stay saved or we don't want to stay saved is we think about everything that was behind us that we had to leave behind. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't do this anymore. My character or my nature to do this or do that or act a certain way. We can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And because we can't do that anymore, we think of loss. We think of the exit opposed to the entrance. But what I want to leave you with is this. is Exiting out of ourselves is what's most important. Because it's us that he wants. He wants us to be a living sacrifice for him. And we have to do that by the way we carry ourselves each and every day. And if we carry ourselves in such a way that we have lost something by exiting... We're not going to have an ability to cause anyone else to want to enter. Amen. So what I, what I challenge everyone here to do is to, it's just, it's been in my spirit. It's, been, it's almost like a thorn in my side, but it's there for a purpose. And that is, it's not about you or me or us anymore. Now see, we're, we're in salvation now. We, we are trying to be what Christ wants us to be. There was only one perfect person that ever worked, walked this earth. And we work every day to just try to walk as closely as we can to him. That's, that's all the sanctification is. Carfalo Dollar said that this morning. He said sanctification is not something glorious and high-held. It's just walking as close to God as you possibly can. Amen. And so when we walk close to God, we have the ability to exit out of ourselves. And then once we exit out of ourselves, we can have the ability to enter into what God's purpose is for each and every one of us. Now, I don't know what that purpose is for everyone, but I know that that purpose has to be inside of us and we have to allow it to be there. And once we allow it to be there and dwell there, and dwell there, we can internally, going back to, to um, 2 Corinthians 3, 18 through 13, and, and it was that when, when Moses went behind the veil, the glory of God caused him to shine. And when it caused him to shine, people couldn't behold him. He had to put the veil over his face. I'll leave this question to each and every one of you. Is the light of Christ shining in your life so bright that you don't have to say anything? They just know that how you act, how you carry yourself, your character, your appearance, your nature is that of Christ and not of yourself. I'll leave you with that. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus.